listening to KMRO FM, Kamurocho Radio. It's a Yakuza replay podcast. I'm Jordan, and with me as always is Argyle, the one and only. Hey, yeah. Argyle, nice high energy right there's now. There's not two of me. There's not an no, identical... There's, there's, I don't have a two, brother who looks identical to me uh-huh, and shot anyone but he's, in, in the face. He's a cop, but you have lived separate paths in your life. I've lived, if, a, I lived a life of crime. And he lived a life of law. And how can... How can but they did at some point you did call your brother and say hey my son's got the most beautiful eyes yes yeah you need to know this this is really really important this is i have adopted a couple kids one of them is kind of weird i don't know how he's gonna turn out the other one though might become evil but the other one i have no comments about my beautiful son kiryu besides the fact that he's got the most beautiful of those beautiful round orbs tucked away Mm -hmm. in his little little cranium you'll love to see it if you ever come visit if you ever come to murder a person, three people actually, maybe potentially somewhere between three and five murders attempted, mm-hmm. you're going to have to look in my son's eyes because, my God, they're beautiful. Just get a, get a good look at them, peepers. All right. Now, this is goodbye forever. Goodbye, my brother. Bye. Yeah. Hey, this is the long-awaited Chapter 9, the plot, finally... Hell We've yes. been sitting around wondering, when's this game going to start? And the answer is, I think, three chapters before it ends. Yes. Yeah, we're About three quarters of the way time. through the game, and the game has started. About time. This business with Kiryu's orphans, with Rikia, with fucking uh, Kashiwagi died. That wasn't part of the plot. Um, all this business with uh, with Mine and uh, and what's his name uh the other two guys whose names I already forgot because they don't matter anymore uh just none of it dead. matters they're hamazaki and uh what's the other guys condom conda yeah they don't matter mr condom plots plots starting um now in the original version of the game in the ps3 version this chapter is translated to the ruse which is a much <laughs> i didn't know that when i played this game in the remastered uh, and that makes a lot more sense as a title because it because you learn about the ruse. Yes. But in this one, it's the plot. So, well, I mean, like they presumably they mean the plot is in like the, the plot, plot we've hatched up to, to yes. do this thing. But, but it's much also... funnier to, for it to be. This is the episode where we explain the plot of the game to you. Which I mean, it also is. this is undeniably an infamous chapter where Kiryu literally sits down in a sits chair in a couch and, uh, and has, a guy has things tells explained him to him for like half a, an hour. It's literally like half of the chapter is of a guy. It's a guy talking broken up only by completely arbitrary text selection to decide which of the oh, three. So, so you could take a break between them. I guess. Yeah. Cause they don't think you could pause the cutscenes in this game. This is a, this uh, is a game. This is not Metal Gear Solid. They're like, okay, no, no, no. you, you, yeah. you want to break between some of these. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to get up and stretch before you learn who Joji Kazuma is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before minister tamia explains to you about the words of black monday Monday. oh my god oh black monday oh say it ain't so argyle we're three damn chapters from the end of the game when we finally know who the villains are i mean to be fair in all fairness that's i mean that is kind of how it works out in in some of these games it's like think about it how late was into the yakuza one did we find out that fucking um fucking yeah was the the bad guy yeah yeah but like at least we had nishiki i guess we have mine in this one yeah i guess you're right but also i don't like also mine wasn't really a villain until now i don't (laughs) like but 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 argyle 
That's my secret, Cap. I don't like Yakuza 1. I think it's a bad game and it's a bad story. Well, so, uh, so I think that, you know, you've got your games like Yakuza 0 where the villains are front and center pretty much the whole time. Oh, we fucking love Kuze Awano and, uh, Shibasawa. and Shibasawa. But then you have your... <laughs> Your shadowy cabal of arms smuggler, the famous. Oh, sorry, I should have said the famous. Everyone knows who Black Monday is. Um, shall we just proceed on with the chapter? I I split mm-hmm. up this chapter into two two uh, two sessions. So I have. I mean, the first part of the chapter is really good, and then the second part of the chapter is really bad. So uh, let's just start where we left off, which is inside the florists uh, slash Majima's cool aquarium house. Whose job do you think it is to feed those fish? To keep the the tank supplied with smaller fish for the big fish to eat? uh, You know exactly whose job it is. It's fucking... uh, Nishida? Yeah, Nishida. If Majima's there, then Nishida's there to do the chores, right? Yeah, yeah, you got me there. Yeah, yeah. Who who else uh, in the operation has the elegance, the, you know, the finesse, the care... To, to to keep an aquarium properly like balanced and cleaned uh, and everything the Nishida. this is a this is one of my great mysteries of media is like whenever you see a big aquarium like that like where how does one get in how does one I get mean, out yeah i mean there's a whole backstage operation for that thing yeah you have to come in through the fucking sewer to, yeah. to get there yeah like the like in yakuza 4 when you get to go in through the sewers then you can find out just how yeah there's a service um, hatch down mm-hmm. there to get to the aquarium mm-hmm. it's a sub story to feed the fish uh so we begin our chapter with uh with <laughs> a rightfully shaken rikia uh he he's not happy um he's having sadness he's crying he's frowning mm-hmm. um he's upset because because the guy who shot his boss uh also saved his life and he has feelings about it yeah uh Kiryu's just kind of wrapping up telling uh the gang what Go happened home. and then yeah he goes to Riki and he's like you need to get out of here it's not safe for you this is like the emotion isn't there like a scene in airbud or or some one of those dog dunking movies the dunking dog movies where he's just like he like takes his collar off or he takes his leash off and he's like, get out of here. Get out of here, Rikia. Go back to Okinawa. And, and Rikia like stays there and then Kiryu no, like, walks away. God, what, mm-hmm. what the fuck is the name of that movie? It's not. I want to see that movie where it's Rikia as an, he's an energetic boy. And then there's a big old, big old Yakuza and a sassy smaller yakuza and they have to find their way home back to their families and it would be called it would just be called homeward bound i just want to see homeward bound but rikia is one of is one of the dogs did you know that apparently that movie is like oh it is air bud huh it, it is air bud right we're just talking about dog movies right now did you know that homeward bound is like have you ever seen homeward bound the incredible journey the 1993 american co- adventure comedy film uh, it's Wait, say that again. Of... Sorry, I'm watching this clip from Airbud. You're watching a clip from Airbud. Yes, I'm watching the clip from um, Airbud where he says, "Get out of here! Nobody wants mm-hmm, you." Mm-hmm. I must be mistaking this for something else because I I swear to God, there's like a dog movie. There's like a dog movie that had like a lot of animal cruelty associated with it, and I feel like it was this one, but maybe it's not. I don't know. A dog's. I'm purpose? sure that. 
or what? No, no, no. This is like an old dog movie. An old dog. If movie. anyone, if anyone knows about which dog movie had a lot of, uh, had a lot of animal rights complaints, and I feel like it was like a, it was like a Japanese American like collaboration, Japanese dog movie animal abuse. Ah, it was Milo and Otis. That's what I'm thinking of. That one had animal cruelty allegations against it. Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, a beloved childhood classic, has not has not had any confirmed Go or alleged. Get out of here! I don't watch you anymore. Uh, I did not know that yeah. was Airbud. I thought that was some other movie. <laughs> no, it's Airbud. It's very emotional. Some did old yellow uh, style thing. Hey, do you remember the movie? Um, Fuck, what was that movie? There was a movie about, like, some dogs that pulled a sled, and I was so sure that it, they were going to talk. This is like one of those Kangaroo Jack things. It, was, uh, like, it wasn't Snow Buddies. Is it that one it with Cuba Gooding Jr.? Maybe. Sled dog movie. Um, it was called Eight Below. Eight and Below. I was, maybe, I think so. Oh, it's, so. Not, it's not Snow Dogs. Okay. It might have been Snow... Oh, no, I think it might have been Snow Dogs. I think you're right. But but I was so sure – one of those movies, I was so sure that the dog was going to start talking, like they were going to talk. And then and then the movie shows up and the, the dogs don't talk. And then one These of are the both dogs, Disney think, movies. Disney's has made multiple movies about like people with sled dogs. But I think one of them – I think one of the dogs dies in one of them. Like it, but they don't talk. And Kangaroo Jack <laughs> doesn't talk either. No, he doesn't. Man, That's they used to really like – they really used to like just really fuck with you. Although there the is a there is a sequel out. to Kangaroo Jack. Does he talk in that one? There's a fully an, it's fully animated and I think yeah, I think he is fully sentient in that one. Mm. I think it's <laughs> uh, what's it called? Kangaroo Jack b- back at you or something? Uh probably something like that. Man, movies used to just love to fucking lie to your fucking face. Just make it seem like you were going to see one thing. You would go and No, it's Kangaroo Jack, G'day USA. That's what it is. There you go. That one, he's fucking chatting and talking and rapping. Man, movies used to just lie to you, right to your face. Now the only thing they lie about is that the movie's going to be good. And sometimes they don't even do that. So uh, Rikia is going to go back home. Kiryu takes his leash off. Um, And then Mine comes in to apologize in the only way that he can for his uh his kyodai condas he's he's carrying a a quite heavy looking briefcase at his side well i've seen movies and i know that there's only one thing that could possibly be in a big metal briefcase because it's not the money size briefcase yeah um mine opens up the briefcase and everyone eyes bug out and majima looks into the briefcase and says kanda and Rikia uh, begins to throw up. Now, um, unfortunately, I don't know if you're aware of this, Argyle, but Jap- uh, Japan has, like, um, you know how in America, if you, like, if you even think about a a, 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 a breast in a video <gasps> game, the ESRB is like, no. Mm-mm. 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 No. No video games. Get that games. out of here. No, get out of here. That's and, an X rating, this one's, Yeah, this is an X rating. It's like, a, or like how they had to re-rate Elder Scrolls Oblivion because there was like a titty mod or something that was based on the actual files of the game. Like like some ingenuitive modders could reveal a human breast in the game. So they Yeah, had like to, the, the hot they coffee to... thing. They had to like reprint mm-hmm. the game and take it out yeah. before, so they didn't get an X rating on the mm-hmm. game because those Apparently, were all in the disc. 
So I've come to understand the thing that makes the Japanese uh, game ratings boards really, really, really upset is dismemberment in like mm. any way. So like, for example, in Resident Evil Biohazard, like there's a lot, there's like way less blood and gore in that okay. game even. Uh, and so when Konda's severed head is presented in a box for the characters, we do not see it. And actually, the first time I played this game, it completely went over my head that Conda's <laughs> head was in the box. I just it went was over like, his what? head, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went under his I... head. Very true. I had no idea what was what they were showing them. But yes, Conda's severed head is in the box, but we don't get to see it, which is good. I mean, I don't want to see it, but like it isn't communicating the information very clearly. You just kind of have to judge by the size of the box mm-hmm. and their reaction to it that it is Conda's head and not like, I don't know, his arm or his... His Hand. genitals or something, yeah. He's super dead. Um, Mine is. <laughs> this is how Mine apologizes for for his transgressions. Yeah, he literally is like, "I hope this settles things, Kiryu." Yeah, look, hey, we we even we even Stevens now. Come on, mm-hmm. let's go we out for a drink. A, we then get a cutscene in uh, in Mine's very cool like office apartment where mm-hmm. Kanda is like steaming. He's throwing He's a tantrum. So, He's throwing a big boy tantrum. He starts like wrecking shit in in. He starts breaking all of Mine's expensive things, <laughs> all of his priceless vases and urns that he's got lying around. Yeah, uh, he he like smash it. He he does he does pull the gigantic stone pog off of off the wall again. But he takes this like big like I don't know this like relief or this fucking ancient Roman fresco yeah, or something that, off the wall. Conda, that carving was five thousand years old. What the fuck? <laughs> He rips up the shroud of Turin, like he <laughs> he just he uh, he smashes the Holy Grail. He I don't know. On Mine, Mona Lisa. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mine is just kind of sitting there, hands folded, as Kanda has this big, this big tantrum around, and and Mine is just like, "This is nobody's fault but yours. You picked the fight with the dragon of Dojima." And you're just I I don't see lost. Kiryu as an enemy. I have no mm-hmm. plans to like try and get revenge on him on your part. I don't care. Leave me out mm-hmm. of this. And then he like tip, he fucking tips a shelf over. Oh my god, Conda! What? A, once again, the uh, patriarchs of the Nishiki family—they get worse and worse every game. Conda sucks. I hate this dude. <laughs> so does Mine. Mine's just sitting there, and after after Conda tips a shelf over, he's like, "Hey, you know that all that shit that you just like broke—that was worth like a billion yen thereabouts." And uh, then he's like. You may not have seen the first cutscene I appeared in where I was fucking jacked and shredded six ways till Sunday, but I'm actually a big, strong boy. And then he starts like, ooh, ooh, he starts beating the shit out of Konda. Yeah, Konda, yeah, this is after, yeah, Konda goes for a swing on him and he just like intercepts it and fucking punches him in the gut. And Konda's like, what the fuck? What is this? I didn't expect the, the nerd boy to be so strong. I didn't expect the Mr. Fitness to be to be beefed up and shredded. The guy who like has a boxing gym in his house. Uh Kanda's like or Mine's just like, ah, oh, now I gotta go apologize to cure you. Bring it in, boys! And then uh, four of uh Mine's Yakuza friends come in, and then Mine's like, Don't kill him here. He's already yeah, made enough of a mess. Yeah. Don't want his blood staining my my good wood floors. Use his use his gore and gristle to glue back together my beautiful Roman artwork. <laughs> keep the head. Make, make sure you keep yeah, the head. Keep the head and put it in a box, but don't show it to anyone. I don't need it. Put it in front of any cameras. It's 
It's really important. Yeah, we can't. We got to release this game to market. We can't do that if we show Kanda's head. Kiryu, he he explains to Kiryu that like because he was like Mine's Kyodai and he was like bankrolling this shit, that um it's his responsibility. And now that he's presented Kiryu with Mine uh, with with Kanda's severed head, it's consider the matter taken care of. This yeah. is what Kiryu would like. Kiryu likes this kind of stuff. Kiryu says, yes, I like this stuff. Thank you. We're He's even like, I now. love this kind of stuff. This is so cool. I love when you kill people. Um, oh, bad news also. Hamazaki's probably dead off screen. Prob- probably dead. Um, Mine, <laughs> we Mine basically, has been we searching didn't... for Hamazaki, but uh, he's probably fled the country because of what happened to Lao Ka Long. And at the very yeah. least, all of his, his family has been found floating in Yokohama Bay completely i love dead. i love how much of a non-character hamazaki is in this game like we he he shows up he does like some real joker sicko shit he like chews up a severed duck head and spits it into a guy's mouth i think that might be the last or second to last time that he appears in yakuza 3 <laughs> um barring like one more thing we'll talk about later but mm-hmm. like he just and then he just off screen disappears with the uh because the snake flower triad is all dead so yeah because they were the they were the real threat for that faction of mm-hmm. the the tojo yeah. clan hamazaki see a small, didn't matter we see a big fish symbolically eat a small fish do you get it i don't do you get do you get the symbol again this is the second time they've done this in front of the same aqu- aquarium Just every every time they have to talk about like balance of power and Kamurocho, big fish eats small fish to it, it's better to animated like... than it was in yakuza 2 so i think this is another situation of them being like well we did this in yakuza 2 it didn't look very yeah. good let's do it let's again. make it extravagant let's have it like you can see the tail like in kinda, the little fish's yeah, eye it kind of yeah. flips around and flops it plays like a come on. plays like the cartoon like when shaggy Whoa. takes a big bite out of a sandwich and it goes Cow! Like that noise. Mm-hmm. That's what the noise plays. Um, Kiryu, uh, bef- Mine's like, all right, well, uh, I've taken care of things. Goodbye, Kiryu. And then and then, Kiryu is like, wait, do you think Daigo would like what you just did? Is this how Daigo would have handled it? And then Mine's like, no, but no, I'm probably not, not. But that's I'm I'm the boss right now. I've decided. Look at Why me. Does I'm this- the captain now. I'm the captain now. Haha. There's like two people left in the Tojo clan, and one of them is Majima. Everyone else is dead. This happens once per game, Kiryu. Yeah, like, and- oh, look. Look, all I want to do, I'm just going to restore order to the family. I'm going to try and make peace with the Snake Flower Triad, and everything's going to be okay. I just, I need your I don't help know. on this, Kiryu. I think, I think Mine is, I, I mean, I'm not saying Mine is a good guy, but I do think that Mine in power would probably be a good thing for the Tocho clan. Like, it if Daigo's be gotta be, yeah. it could be worse. No offense to Daigo, but I think Mine would do the job better. I mean, look mm. at how fast he became like a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't know, don't. Don't like not trying to shit on Daigo. I'm just saying a lot of a lot of the Look, bad I'm things. I'm just that saying happened to I don't think he's done anything irredeemable to anybody in this room yet. I mean, he's a yakuza. No, 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 no. This he's guy was betraying I mean, the family, trying to take over by force, and he cut the dude's head off. Fuck the it. only thing that yeah, the only guy who he killed is fucking Kanda, and Kanda's a garbage person. He went to jail for sexual Nobody assault. Nobody liked him. Yeah, it's Praxis cutting that guy's head off. And putting it in a box and then showing it to the little boy who of Rikia and making him very scared. Um, Mine is pissed. He's like, why does Daigo even like you? Is it because you took him to Bikini Bar Asia when he was only nine years old? (laughs) (laughs) You're a fucking hypocrite. You're trying to make, you know, live this peaceful civilian life, but it's a lie. I hate you. 
Mm, bye. <laughs> Kiryu's like, one day I'm gonna hit you so hard that you're gonna have a you're gonna you're gonna become nice like I always do. And then he says, Nah, that probably won't happen. Not in the I'm final boss do, fight. I'm gonna certainly. do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kuze you. I'm gonna beat you up so good that you become a cool guy who makes a, the right choice. Mm, I don't know. That never happened with Kiryu. <laughs> kuze. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Kuze, Kuze, or no, it was Awano that, that became nice uh, mm. after he got, but I think Majima was the one who beat up Awano. Majima was the ah. one who fought Awano. Mm. I thought Kuze became cool at the end. No, that was, yeah, I'm mixing up Kuze and Awano. Shit. Um, so, let's see. Mine leaves with his head box, um, and the our, our intrepid quadrio of boys... Uh, basically assess how confusing the plot of Yakuza 4 is. Um, why, are, why are all these characters getting shot? Why did Kazuma shoot Daigo? Well, we've, we've basically taken care of everybody that was a traitor in the Tojo clan, so that really Pretty only much. leaves Kazuma as the 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 last like hanging string that we need to take care yeah, of. Yeah, this mystery Kazuma. We need to find out who Kazuma is, and we also need to find out what happened to Hamazaki. Mm-hmm. Um Date then informs us that everyone is literally everyone in the Tojo clan besides Majima and Mine is dead. Well, yeah, is, I mean Kashiwagi, Kanda, Hamazaki, it's Daigo's just in a very, coma. This happened in in Yakuza Two also, where it was just like fucking everyone died. Yeah, the Tojo clan is not doing so hot. But it's it never every is. few years, you know, you got to get a, a deep cleaning. <laughs> you got to get all those old officers out somewhere, and bring a new crop of them. Somewhere in uh in Okinawa or somewhere in Osaka, uh the fucking <laughs> whoever's in charge of the uh of the Omi alliance is just like their fingers are tingling and they don't even know why. They're like something I just have the urge to go invade Tokyo right now. And could, I don't could somebody know check why. on and what, what's happening in Kamarocho right now? Like, I don't know. I just get a feeling, you know, it's, <laughs> I uh, called Tojo HQ and their line was off the hook. <laughs> are they they're okay? Not, they're not accepting phone calls right now. I was, it's really worrying <laughs> at this point. It, I think it would be a good thing if the Omi Alliance invaded Tokyo because like everyone's dead. They could use like, some stability. Just, they really could use some stability. Um, after this whole conversation is over, we're blah blah blah. We're gonna solve the mystery. Uh, I I sure hope that a nice man sits us down and explains the plot of Yakuza Three to us in within the next fifteen minutes. Um, Kiryu, Kiryu explains that he's gonna yeah. He he asked Majima to take over the the Cosmo family now that Kashiwagi's yeah. dead. Yeah, uh, and he's is that like, ever okay. like brought up? Is that ever brought up again? Uh, he just says, "Well, I'm off to go see the Cosmo family," and then I guess he I guess just does so. it. I mean, is that really is that the last we ever hear of the Kazuma family in these games? Probably. Do they just get assimilated into the Majima family? Yeah, probably. Pretty much. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then he he goes to Rikio and he's like, "Okay, hey Rikio, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you to go. taxi now, so you can you can go home. All right, my I mean, sweet we'll, boy. Look, just here, hold my hand. We'll go get some ice cream yeah. on the way there. <laughs> and it'll, it'll be fine. He still he'll still say Aniki if you run away from him. So Aniki. That's Anike. Do you think that as he as he's on the airplane flying back to Okinawa, he's just yelling out the yelling at the window? Aniki! 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 Sir, 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 sir! Please be quiet, sir. You don't understand. My Aniki's more than ten meters away. My Aniki proximity alarm is going off. Aniki! Please, please, please! He's like the fucking Wayne Radio TV gnome. He's just he's just like stop, Mister Aniki, Mister. My hunger Mr. Dragon, is going down. you have failed the challenge. 
please reload the sub. <laughs> you have failed the challenge. Must hold hand. Uh, so yeah, Kiri sends uh Riki on his way. Yay. He basically tells him, Yay! <laughs> Yay! 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 <laughs> He's like, Riki, do you want to go to uh Conrai with me? Yay! Yay! This is so awesome. <laughs> Oh God! Watch, watch the Wayne Radio TV gnome uh, playthrough. Start if you have singing Bakamita. So fucking funny. Uh, he basically instructs Riki to go check on the kids, make sure Haruka's successfully taking care of seven children. Um, I'm sure she, make she's sure she's that fine. Nakahara's alive. Um, check on the fucking whatever that family was. Who surely you could call them on the phone, Kiryu? I don't understand why Kiryu hasn't been calling Haruka like once a day. He really just like he really has tunnel vision with his with his problems because he forgets that his children exist when he's not looking at them. Mm-hmm. Um, right after sending Riki on his way, um, Kiryu gets a phone call from Minister Tamiya, one of the two important politicians. This is the guy behind the military base expansion bill. Yes. And this is very important. And he uh, he calls Kiryu and he's like. Hello, Kiryu. As you know, me and Daigo Dojima have been working on the Okinawa deal. And then Kiryu's like, yes, I know your secretary, Toma, you was telling me about this one year ago. How does Kiryu remember this? How does Kiryu remember Toma? I don't remember Toma, and it hasn't been a year. He remembers everyone. He says, yes, I remember your secretary told me. And he says, yes, well, uh, since then, uh, since Daigo got shot... Uh, the, all the resort supporters in the Taojo clan have really been pushing to try and get that bill put forward. So, you know, of course I just had to get my military expansion bill passed. Uh, this so, this is so interesting. I could Minister, not please do continue. it. And the key's I like, really what? What are you, the fuck really, are you talking really, about? Why, why do you have Minister, to do this it? this is so interesting. I want you to explain this to me for 30 more minutes, please. And he says, okay, video. well, also I'm doing this because of some third party. So, goodbye. Uh, I want please you to come, stop. Please? I want you to stop the deal. I'm sending a driver to the front of the Millennium Tower. You can meet me at the Tokyo Diet Building. Thank you. Please Bye. come to the. Please come to the 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 Capitol Building of Japan so we can discuss the plot of Yakuza Three. Kiri's like, man, this is definitely like a, a big step up for me. Um, and then Daigo's like, oh, hey, I'm on the phone. Can oh, I tag along? I figured out how to put games on my phone but it it keeps stealing my money i put my credit card information in and all my my bank account's been drained you carry you i'm a whale (laughs) i can't stop putting money into candy crush i don't know where this came from what the fuck are you talking about argyle (laughs) you i've been oh god carry you i you made him I say, Kiryu, I'm on the phone. And I was like, okay, well, what's he going to do on his phone? <laughs> he calls Kiryu on the phone. <laughs> oh, jeez, Kiryu, I invested why would all Date, my money. Why in... would Date say, oh, I'm on the phone if it's not something Because I'm explaining to our listeners that, calls <laughs> Kiryu, or that Date calls Kiryu on well, his no, phone. Kiryu calls says, him on the phone. Oh, fuck you. Whatever. Ah, <laughs> oh, Kiryu, you called me on the phone. I'm too busy. I just lost all my money in crypto. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Kiryu, have you heard of NFTs? I've all my apes gone. <laughs> Millions of dollars yen, please. All of my apes. <laughs> we need to make a fork to rectify this right now. Date Date absolutely of all the characters of of uh of Yakuza, the one that is the This is like that really funny uh the image that's like um 
there's the there's four there's four like it's a chart it's a two by two chart w- and it's would like, invest in crypto does not know what it is doesn't under it is yeah date is yeah. date is invests in crypto does not know what it is mm-hmm. kiryu is would not invest in crypto does not know what it is majima is uh is would not invest in crypto knows what it is mino no, uh, mine knows what it is invests in it and invests in it yeah <laughs> that's where he got all his money from mm-hmm. he got it on the ground floor um so we have to go meet da- uh, Date at the at Sarah. The, Kiri's like, there's no fucking way they're gonna let you on this in this car, and he's like, well, what if you tag along? Oh, and this then just, just you know, he didn't say anything. That there's no, it's nothing in the rule book says that Date can't go to the Diet Building with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kiri's like, okay, fine. So you meet him at Serena, and then walk him over to the Millennium Tower. You hold his hand. Um, you hold his hand. Uh, Aniki. Oh, Aniki. Uh, I thought I saw Ricky calling you that, and I thought maybe you know I could do it too. I want to try. So you get it. You you meet uh, Tamiya's driver, who sees Date and is like, "Excuse me, you're from the media, aren't you? Get out of here." You're a you're infamous journalist, Makoto Date, police yeah. officer turned journalist, and then what uh, about Date's it? like, "Well, Date does do a little slick bastard move where he's like, yeah. well." Uh, there's a meeting going on between a prominent former Yakuza and the and Minister Tamiya of the National Diet. Well, if I'm not there, I'll just have to write an article about what my imagination says. The which okay, okay, Date, that's pretty. You're funny. telling me I, I if you're, it's pretty funny, and I do like it. But also, he's like, well, if I'm not there, I'll just make up shit about what happened at the meeting. Well, that's what I can do. I'm sure they'll let me do that. I don't think there's any laws about making up shit in the newspaper. I mean. People make shit up in the newspaper all the time. Well, I mean, he—I he, mean, he can just, you know, write like Tommy, he knows that this meeting occurred, fucking... and then speculate. Like, mm-hmm. what are they talking about? I know, but Tamiya would fucking ruin him in court if he did that. <laughs> I don't think Tamiya would be appreciative of what happens. Uh, so they hop in the car and they go to, um, they go to. This is a really fun crossover with Persona Five, um, where they go to the building from Persona Five. Uh, and it's and and the that's building the only that only place. exists in Persona Five. Yeah. yeah, the building that only exists in Persona Five, the Japanese National Diet Building from Persona Five, which is what this chapter will be called. <laughs> mm-hmm. The National Diet Building from Persona Five. Um, and <laughs> we meet Tamiya, and the first thing that he says to Kiryu is, "Hmm, you're younger than I expected." Yeah. <laughs> What is that? Why is that? What? He says, hmm, beautiful eyes, like I heard from my friend Joji Kazuma before. <laughs> I mean, maybe he, he was like, eh, well, you know, I I figured somebody who's been chairman of the Tojo clan would be a little bit older. I mean. I guess so. It's really funny. Cause I mean, although he should know that Daigo is like. Yeah, you know, like tw- 10 years like younger. Mid- yeah, he's like, what, 20 something, 30 something. I can't remember. He's in I his think 30s by this in- point. I think Kiryu, well, Daigo and Kiryu were only like eight years apart, yeah. and that's really important to mention because it's going to be a source of great rage for me in a later game um, because of something Kiryu says to Daigo. Ah. Uh, but but yeah, I think Kiryu's like 38 in this game or something, something I along those lines. 38 in the a little older first game. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the point is, is that uh, be Tommy, 41. No. 41. We, we know Kiryu mainly as an middle-aged man at this mm-hmm. point which has always been really funny to me like like he's 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 been a middle-aged man since yakuza 2 pretty much or yakuza like he's all this the whole series of yakuza is a series about middle-aged men like this is, is their yeah i mean break. it's even funnier when we get to seven and it's like we've got this yeah. fresh new protagonist and yeah he, and then he they starts out fucking 
he's older than kiryu was in yakuza 1 by the time you get to like really play as him all the party members are like men in their 40s and 50s and ones even in their 60s and then there's like three (laughs) three attractive young people who 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 team up with them Mm -hmm. so it's just like yeah it's very funny um so we sit down with minister tamia and uh and he explains to kiryu that um this whole resort deal you know the whole plot of the game the whole like emotional core of the game was like kiryu uh doesn't want his orphanage to get torn down like that was like the 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 beating heart of yakuza 3 kiryu is a man trying to save his orphanage well i've got good news for you kiryu it was never gonna happen it was yeah i never i never wanted the resort deal or the military expansion bill to happen in the first place i never intended to get that passed Oh, cool. So the whole thing, the whole game was, there's the the whole game was not, no, nothing. Well, no, Chapter... no, it wasn't because look, well, look here, Kiryu. Here's, here's, here's the deal. I, I was three options. This. Yeah. You, you, you can just ask him shit and you can ask. But the funny the first... thing is about, is that like each of the three things like goes from one to the other. Like when at the end of the first option, which is like Tamiya's secret goal, which is what he's talking about. He then says like, and I got help. And then you ask about who helped you and then he talks about the man who shot daigo and then you're like and then he's like but i have a favor so like the whole drop down menu is really like you said just a way to like go up and grab a snack and go to the bathroom in the literally literally like 20 minutes of dialogue that we're about to explain and and in this entire time that is kiryu date and minister tamia sitting in an office and nothing happens for the rest of i mean up until the very end of the chapter which is a very funny moment incoming nothing happens besides talking so i think what we do now is we just uh is we just explain the plot of yakuza 3 and then we just complain about it what say you yeah. Do you want to start out since you took no I will, notes and you want to just you want to just will, try and rattle off some stuff from memory? I will do my very best. Okay. Whew. The plot of Yakuza Three is that Minister Tamiya uh, is uh, has. Do I want to like? Do I want to like go in order, or do I want to just put the whole thing out there, like all in one go? Um, okay. Here, let's let's go one at yeah. a time. Tamiya's true goal is that he faked the entire resort deal. The entire business with the the military base expansion was all a fake. He never intended to pass it. He wasn't going to support it when it went through. Um, And the reasoning is because he is trying to draw out a famous, well-known military or a famous ring of arms smugglers called Black Monday. This is the part where he says, I'm trying to lure out an organization called Black Monday. And then Date chimes in, ah, Black Monday, the group of arms smugglers that everyone knows about. Black market arms dealers. Black Monday is apparently responsible for the stock market crash in 1987. um, And the, as they all know, called Black Monday, of course, mm -hmm, the, uh, the, the military base would be like the linchpin in a, I think this was brought up earlier in the game in like a nationwide Japanese, uh, like missile defense system called like the bdm or something bmd and i assume it just BMD, stands for ballistic missile defense ballistic missile system. defense yeah um and i do love the nebulous this will protect us from other asian countries <laughs> y- yes just, uh, we will not name any countries we'll not name any countries on any specific peninsula there is no that, specific countries uh, the japanese be... government uh does not like mm-hmm. for uh nebulous reasons mm-hmm. we will we will be naming mystery countries 
Um, what if he just started naming like countries from Strange Real, like from Ace Combat? He's just like, we need to. <laughs> these will protect us from our our evil foes of Arusha and uh, Belka. But mm-hmm. uh, we, what we now know is that Japan is building a very prominent missile defense system, and I guess. I guess Black Monday wants to steal it. I guess. Yes, it's not they, explained. They, well, no. I mean, it's because the the plans for this new revolutionary t- piece of technology that would be extremely oh, the valuable. Okay. They would want to sell those. They're arms the, dealers, the, right? Yes. So they. Okay. Would... I was thinking they were just going to come in in the dead of night and steal the entire missile defense grid. I guess the plans <laughs> makes more sense. Like they're just going to boost it. Um, yeah, and I, I, I couldn't tell from the conversation, but it seems implied that this mystical defense system doesn't actually exist. Uh, like, this possibly. is just a rumor that they have spread to try and draw Black Monday It out. really feels to me like Minister Tamiya is committing, like, political suicide doing this, because it's like the well-known resort deal that's been the talk of the news, the military bill, the uh, missile defense that's apparently, like, the most advanced missile defense grid in the world— all of this is fake. I, I, my read of this is that the missile defense grid was real. Um, it's but I'm not sure. I don't know. It's yeah, I, I think does it doesn't really matter either way because he, he doesn't want the bill to pass. So he doesn't want it to get developed mm-hmm. anyways. He explains that this will change the balance of power across the entire globe. Um, which I also thought was really funny. Um, so. Oh, also the leader, that- the leader of Black Monday is named Andre Richardson. Andre Richardson. It's really funny whenever I, this will be our first American villain, I suppose. Um, he also explains that he's he's he he dropped the resort deal and all this stuff, all the military base when he finally got a lead on Black Monday. He never intended to be prime minister. That was all a lie. And he explains that only idiots want power. And then he looks at Kiryu and he says, do you get it? We're, we are one in the same. This is themes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, last thing, and then I'll let you take over, is that he had help and it was a, it was not, he was not alone. He was, he had a partner in crime and it was, it was the man who shot Daigo. Was yeah, his partner somebody with connections to the United States government, to the, oh United, to the army. All right, Argyle, tell us about the man who shot Ar- Daigo. So so he doesn't actually know if this guy shot Daigo. It's it's entirely possible, but he does react when Date and uh, Kiryu mention that they suspect the person who shot him was this Kazuma lookalike, and he reacts to the name Kazuma. Oh, you know him? Oh, uh, and he, he tells you that that is actually... Shintaro Kazuma's younger brother, Jojo. Oh, not even a twin, not even a twin, huh? Just, no. you know, sometimes you look exactly like you. Sometimes your brother has the same character model as you. Yeah, that's his, y- his younger brother, Joji Kazuma. Brother. But uh, unfortunately, they, <laughs> they were they, never, they were. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were never meant to be together. But like they, when they were very young, their parents died and they, they formed this unbreakable bond. Uh, but they, they could never really associate with each other because they pursued different paths in life. You know, Shintaro, of course becoming a prominent uh, figure in the tojo clan uh joji however went into the police force uh foreign affairs specifically which is only for the best of the best 
Tommy explains to uh, to Kiryu, he's like, you may not know this, but 30 years ago, Japan was very conservative. And having a brother be a high-ranking member of the... I don't think... I, I'm i going to be honest with you, my guy. I don't think that conservatism has anything to do with maybe it being pretty bad look of having your brother be... Well, I mean, the, look, one he, of he's, the not high his, he's not his brother's keeper. Like, he doesn't have to, like, you know... I wouldn't... I... I don't trust, think he's. Re- I, I don't trust, think he's responsible for what his brother does. I wouldn't you know? trust Joji Kazuma as a police officer. Period. End of story. But I mean, also, I, I would yeah, trust Joji Kazuma. Trust cops, but like, yeah. But also, I would trust Joji Kazuma if I was if I was a police officer, and I was like, and he was like, oh, <laughs> the only other Kazuma I know is a very infamous Yakuza. I would be shaking my head a little bit. I don't think that matters how liberal your government is. I, I think that I think I think, that, I think you're prejudiced. I, I think this. I think I'm. Look. You think I'm prejudiced. You think I'm prejudiced against Yakuza. Yeah, against him. Just you know what? He happens you know to be what? Related. You know he what? Argyle. He doesn't have a choice. He, look, he's blood related. I think something. I am. I think I could put my foot down and say wholeheartedly on the podcast. I don't think the Yakuza are very nice. Well, it's not I think his they're fault that he's related they're... to one, is what I'm saying. Like, that doesn't... Just because he's related to one that happens to be his brother, like, what's he supposed to do about it? I'm just... I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying that I understand why it's not a great look and why he might want to move to a different country to hang out with his friend Sayama. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, uh, Kazuma's position in the Tojo clan made Joji, like, a real pariah in the police force, and he was forced to, like, quit... But then also also everyone... Tamiya knows Joji uh, because oh, yeah, they Tamiya were was also together. in foreign affairs. They they climbed the ranks together they were like and best Joji friends. is like his only friend. <laughs> it's so sad. His and... only friend is is a fucking CIA spook. <laughs> well, yeah, that's where we're getting is that after mm-hmm. he was uh, driven out of the police force, the American government reached out to him. So the CIA hey, wanna, specifically, and he was recruited to, to work hey, for the wanna, CIA. Hey, do you want to destabilize some countries in the South America? And he's like, fuck yeah, I do. Yes. Oh, I would do love you wanna to. Assassinate, do you want to assassinate some democratically elected uh, leaders in continental Africa? Some and he's like, like, oh my God, some, some like, yes. slightly like, left of center like, Woo! guys in Africa or like maybe the Middle East. I don't know. Pick your continent, you know. Have, you Joji Kazuma has done some truly, we don't know what he's done, but also I know what he's this done. Is, this is like when I was playing the game for the first time, I DM'd you about when I saw this. I was like, oh, fuck, he's a spook. We got to kill him. We got to get rid yeah, of Yeah, I know, guy. right? He's He's unacceptable. So Joji Kazuma um, is basically, yeah, they put him in the CIA. And because they like, because I guess he had nowhere to go. Yeah, he was like, like, took him in. Yeah, he had nowhere to go in life. Undying loyalty to the CIA, which is about as bad of a uh, thing. Is there anything? (laughs) Is there is there anything worse in the current modern world to have undying like undying love for than the CIA? (laughs) We love the CIA. We love the CIA. Yeah, like I will. I will do anything Um, for my beloved CIA. Yeah, to me is like, oh, they were like a second family to him. What a, what a, what a <laughs> wonderful bunch of people to, to call your family, you so, know? People like yeah, uh, Spooky so Frank Carlucci, Ted Shackley, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. Like, Do you think, <laughs> and then like, and then like uh, fucking Shimano's brother, his good boy brother who had a full head of hair, he went to the FBI and he like, he like uh, killed, like, <laughs> he helped kill Martin Luther King or something. <laughs> God. Yeah, sorry. Um, so Joji Kazuma is uh, he basically they've been working together 
to help stop Black Monday. However, yeah, like you said, Tamiya has no idea whether or not um, Kazuma actually shot Daigo or yes. something. So he's kind of shit out of luck here with that. Um, um, is, when does he talk about... They, they've um, like orchestrated yeah. this whole thing together and this is when yeah. he gets into the favor that he wants to ask mm-hmm. you. The favor uh, is that Kiryu has to save two lives. This sounds like a, I don't know, like a like a fairy tale or something. Kiryu, you must save two lives tonight. First life that he has to save is Minister or Secretary Toma, uh, the guy that we talked to in um, in the, at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Toma resigned when he found out that the expansion bill was fake. He is a, as we remember from the beginning of the game, he is a proud Okinawan citizen and he loves his his island and he very much wants to protect it by building a military base on it no one's gonna fuck with okinawa if it's got a big missile defense system there um and then he went to the only guy who he could absolutely trust uh, yoshitake mine the the um, person who is now in charge of the the resort development yeah yes yeah so so mine and toma are now working together on the are y'all following this by the way is this making sense to you the whole thing like all the like we've been doing we're minister tamiya now um Basically, Toma and Mine have been working together on the resort deal, which is which they want to happen for real, even though it wasn't real. Um, yes. And they – oh, one more thing. Sorry, we forgot to mention this. Um, we learned uh, two things about Joji Kazuma's orders. Number one, expose Black Monday. That was the first thing. Number two, anyone who gets in the way dies. Oh, yeah. We learned that. We learned that a little bit later. But, yeah, that is mm. that is why he thinks that it is possible that – uh joji shot yeah. daigo is because while this this land deal wasn't going through no land had been bought in like two years since the the thing with the tamashiro family so joji to to keep black monday's interest basically stole this land or was going to try and intimidate it out of nakahara when nakahara wouldn't comply he presumably shot him and daigo as well uh to to mm-hmm. keep this thing going forward and to keep to keep black monday in their sights yeah um also we find out that it was uh toma who introduced tamia and daigo to work together when yes. the like yakuza connections all got exposed almost um and yeah he's just pissed off when he finds out the bill was fake um and uh, going going mine. back to yeah going back to toma yeah he resigned he went to mine and now that since he knows all these secrets uh, it's very, very likely that the CIA, uh, through Joji, will try to silence him. Yes. Uh, so the big so, picture, the big picture, as Kiryu summarizes, is that Mine and Toma are working together to make the resort happen. Meanwhile, Joji and Tamiya and the CIA are after Black Monday, and the resort was fake. But there's a lot of mystery still, and it's Kiryu's job to help protect Toma from the CIA and also protect Joji from. The CIA himself from him Black from Monday? Black Monday. Uh, sure. I mean, basically, he wants to he wants to protect Toma from Joji, and you know, I guess keep Joji from like I don't know tainting killing his Toma. soul by yeah, killing I jo- so. Toma. I, I don't really. Yeah, God forbid, that Toma part. Joji take a life. Joji is killed. We've seen Joji kill at least three people on screen, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, um, that's like keep him from it. going too far off the deep end. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much the end of like the big 
big chunky scene. Uh, the the guy some... the guys in black suits who uh, assaulted you in that alleyway oh, yeah. earlier. Those are CIA. Like way early in the game, those were those were all CIA guys. They're probably the ones who shot Kashiwagi, the ones in the helicopter. We then get like, like uh, this is when Tamiya waxes poetic more about the nature of power and like what makes a good leader. Um, and he says that he still sees good in Toma. And Kiryu's like, Date, you don't understand Date Tamiya. Is, uh, he's actually really loyal and he wouldn't want to, want to see this guy who worked yeah, for him yeah. to go go down like that. Yeah, he doesn't want to ruin this upstanding man's career. Um how about he buy? How about you buy Toma buy a round on the house, ladies and gentlemen? From one bad day, this is a reference to Yakuza Zero. Um, so then Kiryu's like, "I'll help you, Tamiya, especially because I need to find out about Kazuma's brother and uh, beautiful eyes." Dot JPEG. And he, and then he, and then he says, "Also, my orphanage and my orphanage." Mm-hmm. We have to. He sounds like Decker. He's like in my orphanage, and we have to get off of the Taliban, get them off of in the eye of the sky in the island. He makes the face. <laughs> uh, um, and, and Tamiya promises that if if he's able to keep Toma safe, then he will. Tamiya will keep the resort deal from going through. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we then find that, out that we are folks. We're going back to Okinawa because Toma is over there. Hooray! Yay. Back to our friends, our orphanage. Woo. Um, and then, <laughs> then Tavia says, maybe the Yakuza aren't so bad after all. <laughs> Golly gee, and you're one says, of the good maybe, ones. Maybe all politicians aren't maybe politicians so bad. Maybe politicians can be good, yeah. <laughs> because you know what, Tavia? You did the best thing a politician can do. You lied to a lot of people. <laughs> you lied to the entire country. You lied to the entire country, Tavia. And that's a good thing. Hey, why are there so many dudes outside? Hey, what's going on out there? Why is there like a? Why is there? Why did? Is that the Majima family? It's like a hundred. Somebody guys doing like a flash mob suits. out there? What's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's. Have you ever seen those videos of the like? It's some Japanese music group, and their whole thing is they like they're like businessmen who walk in perfect sync. And they all wear suits. I'll send you a video of them. It's interesting. But that's the, those guys are here outside of the diet building from Persona 5 um, to delight and entertain all of the people inside the building. And also kill Kiryu, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. These are These Minister are apparently... Suzuki's like security force. His I don't understand army. how Minister Suzuki like factors into this. They barely mentioned him during. Yeah, neither the do I. But plot. I mean, apparently Thomas sent these guys here. Yeah, but also, so. they work sense. for Minister Suzuki. Yeah, and since he's um, the one doing the resort like, deal, I guess that you know Thomas kind of got connections to him. Yeah, and then Kiryu's like, "Miss, I'll go outside and beat ass, beat yeah. ass, and well, not smoke grass, but never." But um, he goes smoke outside. He tells, gum. "Yeah, Daigo's like, I'll help you fight them, Dad." <laughs> No, you won't. Get the fuck out of fuck here. Fuck you. Get out of here. He grabs him by his collar and he chucks him in the in the back of a car. Um, he says that you're a reporter. They'll let you through. I like I just, to imagine that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they'll kick the shit out of a reporter. We know this. We know this for sure. Nah, and then he no, says, they won't. He just says he that sells, they won't. He says, tell Majima everything you just heard. And now I'm just imagining like the end of Watchmen and we're like Rorschach just like Majima's like, I know who I'll give this to. And then he gives it to Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I know who will listen. Oh, my God. God damn it. God damn it, Majima. You did the fucking wrong thing again. Um, uh, we then get a fight against. Obs- 
some kind of line dance or or circle dance i guess of men this is this is neat uh like it's a it's a cute I do idea think it's neat. um it, this is like you're you're in this you're you're they're ringed in, like in ring by yeah, all by these guys these with riot men. shields and stuff but you can still move you're like free to move around and they will just move track with, with you, you. Yeah. it's kind of cool yeah like they had to you know, script this, the AI to like circle around you. It's kind of a neat idea for a boss arena. And then as you fight, um, more guys will pop out of the, uh, of the ring to fight Mm -hmm. you. It's kind of cool. It reminds me of a game that I've been like obsessed with replaying for years now, even though I'm sure it's garbage, which is the matrix path of Neo. Okay. Um, have you ever played that game, Argyle? I have not. No. It's fucking crazy. Is there? A, do you do a similar thing with a bunch of Agent Smiths or something? Yeah, like in the what's it, the Burly Brawl? Uh, do you fight like a hundred Smiths? And I think there, uh, if there isn't a part where they circle around you like this, it, I mean, it happens in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. But fuck that game, Argyle. That game is off the rails. I <laughs> I haven't played it. I haven't played it in like, oh my god, at least probably. Six streaming at least like i don't know if it's on pc but fuck that game i probably haven't played it in like 12 Emulator. years maybe it's on xbox and x or uh, we'll see we'll see yeah yeah i don't know anything about emulating xbox games yeah i'll look into it fuck that game's crazy though anyway uh you beat up a uh, you beat up a sufficient number of guys and uh and then something funny happens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you 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 beat up the guys and can then, you, Argyle, can you do me a favor? Can you just gently, ever so gently, just beautifully sweet, waft the beautiful tones of uh, of Vengabus as this as this next thing happens? Because mm-hmm. I think it would be good accompaniment for what is about to happen, which is mm-hmm. Argyle. Yeah, so you have beaten up a lot of guys. Kiryu's standing there is like, ooh, I've beaten up so many guys. And here oh, there's more there's more coming. There's like, you know, just a hundred million guys swarming in. Uh, and, and he's like, he's like, he's like, damn, this is just like Matrix Path of Neo. Damn. Just, these are like a bunch of Agent Smiths or something. Uh, and then, and then a horn blares. (laughs) 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 And a a big pink dump truck. Why is it a pink dump truck? (laughs) Majima's pink dump truck that we all know. Plows in through the, the front of the, the diet and like right. I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest, Argyle. I misremembered this scene as Majima ramming a big pink truck through the national diet building in Persona 5. Like I think that I thought Majima did like international terrorism in this. Yeah, he, he like, doesn't he, smash any gates or anything. He, nothing is destroyed. He does no property damage. He's learned. He has learned. Respect. No, he's learned. Yeah, he he does a tight drift in his big pink truck. So he yes, he avoids. Do nobody even the... gets hurt. Like all of these guys. I love his jump like out of the way. leopard. He's like leopard print curtains. I mean, yeah, I think like this a curtain is prop- in the back. I don't even know where that goes because the cab's not big enough to like. I think this is like the, this looks exactly like Kashiwagi's truck that he used to have. Reinforcements. I think that Machima might have inherited it and painted it pink and put the like steering wheel cover on. He did mm. not, I repeat, did not run it into the National Diet Building. He did not. No, he drifts it to not. a stop, like feet in front of Kiryu, throws up at the door, he's like, come on, get in! Get I in! Were, I thought you were a goner, come on! We gotta Let's get go! In. Let's cheese away. <laughs> that's the end. Yeah, you jump in, you, you drive away, and that's it. That's it? Iconic Fuck. scene. Very good. Love Majima's big truck. I don't know. Two two good soundtrack options, actually. Venga Bus or um, two trucks. 
by Neil Ciceriga, even though there's only I th- one I truck. I think Venga Bus is a, be- a better it one. It is funnier. <laughs> I feel like oh, I've man. seen like an edit of that floating Probably. around on Twitter or something. It must be out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of Chapter 9, The Plot. I'm glad you all know. I'm sure you've all followed along and taken notes. And are you ready for the quiz? I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, next week, we have a PS3 titled Chapter 10, Unfinished Business. This is going to be a long one, by the way. Yeah, this is a Chapter 10. Yeah, Unfinished Business. Okay, you were going with the remastered title, I guess. I guess so. It might Either be that or it's the same Who one. Who knows? It might be the same or both. Um, I forgot. I, I'm sorry I didn't do a sub story this week. Forgot to do That's one. okay. We had, we had to describe the plot. We had to describe um, the plot. Yes, this uh, this I believe we will be in Okinawa for the next. I'm hoping two to bring chapters. an essence of education next week. Oh yeah, yeah, exciting. I've been meaning to do one like this whole game, so I want to, I want to, I want to get one. Oh fuck yeah! I have, I have one. I have, I have had an essence of education lined up so much for next game, mm-hmm. but I haven't thought of anything for this game. So bring it on. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll be in Okinawa for the next few chapters, and then we are three chapters away from the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah, almost there. Fuck. We're close. Yakuza 3. We're close. Now, one thing you gotta know about Yakuza 3 is it's not the, lo- it not has the a longest plot. game. It has a plot. We now know it. Thank God. Officially. Um, we're there. That's it. Let's uh, Let's answer some questions, though. If you have a question... Drop it in our Dolce to Postcard channel. Well, we forgot to put a call out, but somebody saw that we were recording and said, hey, I'm going to ask a question. Yeah, we've got one question this week. We have a question. Here's one from uh, Discord user Toontoosh slash Anat, who says, say you had to save your fellow podcaster from a mob using a vehicle. Which vehicle would you use, and how is it customized? Hmm. Argo, you are surrounded by a crowd of Agent Smiths, and I must save you. Um, and what am I going to save you with? So it has to be a two-seater, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, duh! Outrun cabinet. <laughs> Outrun cabinet. Got Outrun it. Cabinet. Outrun cabinet. Uh, one of those fucking sofas that they've they've put an engine on that you can drive around. Mm-hmm. So fucking funny. Or one of those hoverboards. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, it would be an outrun cabinet with two seats and big, big, beefy wheels on it. Yeah, and it would play the it would play the it would play the sea breeze music as the, as you Ooh. drive it. Love sea Classic. Breeze. Fuck yeah, that's our one question. That's our one question. I think we've I think we've earned ourselves. Uh, I think we've earned ourselves a, a short one this week. So, uh, Argo, where can we? Uh, thank you for listening. And where can we find you online? You, 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 can, find, you can find me on uh, you know, their old that uh, that old Twitter website, the Bird website. Oh, I see, I see, on the Bird see, website. On the uh, the one, yeah, you can find me at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also listen to me on uh, Pod of Greed. That is P O D of Greed. Uh, it is a Yu Gi Oh GX podcast. We're on season three. Uh, it's uh, it is getting weird. Um, you can also listen to my stint on Wowco Robot, the Gundam podcast. I talked about G Gundam specifically with Max and Audrey. Ah, G Gundam. G Gundam. You can Uh, find me. What about you, Jordan? You can find me on Kylex Y, a podcast about the hit ABC family cult classic Kylex Y. Um, and you can also find me on Slappers Only. And hey, Argyle, not this episode, because this episode's coming out well before that one's coming out, but you... 
were on a very special episode of Slappers Only, where we yes. came up with our own funny video game, and I have uh, it's been about twenty four hours since we recorded that, and I'm still thinking about the game we came up with like nonstop. <laughs> we came up with a fucking good video game, very funny, it, good episode. Please listen to the content. If you haven't listened to Slappers Only, this is a good episode to listen to. It's it's a good one. It was it was really really good. It's really fun. Um. And let's see. You can find all of our episodes at Kamarocho Radio. Wait, that's it on Twitter. No, yakuzapod.com. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at Kamarocho Radio. There Got go. it. There Got we it. go. Um, we are hosted by the Noise Space Podcast Network. Thank you, Matt GameCube, Noisebase.xyz. Um, do you think that there's any people who think we're Canadian because we say the Z because we're contractually obli- ab- obligated to say Z? I think we make it pretty obvious that we are maybe red blooded Americans. It's uh, like how I watched. Um, it's like how I watched. Uh, what's it? Super Best Friends play for like at least a year before I found out that they were Canadian. Wow, I didn't know. I didn't know uh-huh. they were Canadian. Cancelled. It's it's a it's very hard. It's a very well kept secret. It's it very rarely comes. Oh, up. you said super best friends or two? Not two. Or sorry, two best friends play. What is that one uh, called? It's been a while. They haven't existed in a while. Yeah, the so. yeah best friend. Yeah, you, I was thinking of super great. Think friend. of super great friend. Yeah, yeah. What's I don't, two, know, two I don't best, know. what nationality super best, great friend is. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was it was it was super best friends play. I think because there was more than two of them at a certain point. Mm. Yeah. No, there certainly were. Anyway, there certainly were. Um, anyways, uh, that's, yeah, we're not Canadian. <laughs> I don't know why I went on that tangent to prove that we're not Canadian. Um, we're not. Don't worry, lots listeners. Of, we'll don't worry. Rest easy. Let, uh, listen to lots of other great shows on Noise Space. Uh, check cuts. out Prime Cuts about Transformers. Check out Sonic Shuffle about Sonic. Check out um, Zero to Zero, which is about uh dc cinematic universe movies and it's very fear funny baiting. and i like that one fear baiting about horror movies uh listen to ooh, listen to forward forward re-zero which is about re-zero yes. you've watching re-zero argyle i finished watching it I've, there's no more to watch you gotta you gotta watch it because there's a character in it named argyle so i i did watch it i, fi- I watched it yeah i, I know him. i'm saying i'm saying character. you were you were contractually obligated to watch yes. it because there's an argyle on the show he is. I love him. He's, he's Argyle's really good. Yeah, we like Argyle. Um, anyway, that's that's it for this uh, podcast. Tune in next time where we will talk about uh, chapter whatever. Unfinished uh, business. Unfinished business. Uh, we'll go back to Okinawa. We'll see our funny orphans that we love so very much. We'll probably get to see Nakahara and Mikio and Mame, and it'll be a good time. We're going to have a Until- great time in Okinawa. Nothing bad's going to happen. Nothing bad's going to happen this chapter. Not this chapter, Argyle. Not this chapter at all. No way. Yeah, no. I I, I know. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Anyways, thank you all very much for listening. Thanks for uh, coming and sitting down in an office with us for 45 minutes as we tell you the plot of Yakuza 3. See you next time. And as always, Kiwami Kiwami means extreme. Bye. Let's see.